The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. I text you a question, next minute my phone rings. What is wrong with you? Nothing worse than a salad orderer who then wants in on all the chips. Sorry, what section are you in? What section am I in? Someone's trying to board this flight with a semi-trailer-sized luggage. I think you should be more concerned with that. Welcome to Literally Nobody Cares, episode five, take two. Take fucking two. I just recorded 10 minutes of this episode and I think it was fire and I hadn't turned the mic on. If that doesn't underpin my week or my month, then I just don't know what is. I am just, hi, how are you? What in the fuck is going on? (laughs) That is really rough. Anyway, so let me, I don't know what I said. I don't know what I didn't say. Who even knows what's going on? Let's just jump right into it. I was saying at the very beginning of the first take that this is probably going to be a shorter episode. Sorry that I was late from yesterday when I was supposed to release an episode, but this week and this month has just been, wow. I have just been, I used to think I was busy. Um, hi, how are you? Whole new level. That's okay though. Um, it just, so that's, you know, the, the podcast took a bullet for Wednesday, but it's back for Thursday. Now I was going to kick off today talking about the coffee. That's what I've been speaking about for a little while on the take that you'll never hear because it's, um, mute anyway. So the great coffee debate has consumed the world, really, the world over. I mean, prime ministers, kings, queens, um, you know, presidents, everyone is calling me and asking about the coffee price situation, coffee gate, if you will. The whole world is really overrun with discussion of this. I don't even think we've heard about COVID now for over a week because people are just dying to know about the price of my coffee. And I said to them when they called, that's fine. Let's really get into it. Let's nail it down. Let's talk about legislation. Let's talk about really martial law around these coffee shops who are getting out of line. Um, You know, I've received various feedback through the Instagram. I received people who are coffee drinkers who are outraged that I was paying $6.20 for my daily coffee. There were people who were like, fuck, I pay $8. So, you know, shut up. There were people who own cafes who were like, Sam, you don't even get it. You have no idea. You've got like, you just, you don't even get it. Um, hi. I'm over here running multiple businesses, cross-border internationally, interstate, etc. I have staff in two countries. Um, I get what it is to run a business, so I don't need someone DMing me about that, um, to be clear. Okay. Margins, profits, P&Ls. How are you, right? I do multiple. And they're not businesses I just work for. I started them and I run them day to day. So um, thanks for popping into my DM and letting me know that I need to learn how to run a business and what a margin is. Um, Don't need your advice, Cheryl. Thanks. Anyway, just brush that little fringe front part situation that you've done the box die on to the side, get the fuck out of my office. You know, I just don't even. The fact that there's even... You know, my Instagram is a personal platform, you know, but people are coming in there now with their business advice. You know, why don't you turn up to my office and speak to one of the 40 people you'd need to before you even got near my door? Okay, get the fuck out. Nobody cares. Here's my point. The place where I buy my coffee, 620, as we've discussed, 20 cents is a card transaction fee. That's illegal, just to update you in case you're wondering. You can't do that. But anyway, they're doing it. So that pisses me right off. I'm not saying you can't charge whatever you want for your coffee. 
I am also able to say that's outrageous. But don't come at me with fucking overheads and power electricity and water and staff wages and cost of goods and blah, blah. I don't want to hear that bullshit, okay? Get the fuck out. Thank you very much. I also have all of those things that make up my business. What you're doing is pricing your coffee more because you can, okay? Let's not pretend like you're running some charity operation over there and you're only making seven cents a coffee, but you're doing it for the good of the people so they can get up and go in the morning. No, that's not happening, Cheryl or Karen. What you're doing is you're bumping your price up because you can. Now, that's a good thing, right? I'm sitting here wearing a Ralph Lauren button through. It's actually studying feather twill cotton, I think it's called. Really light, just, oh, it's lovely. Um... That was a side issue, and you might get that on the camera. It's really nice. And, you know, this one's got, like, a nice neutral horse with the black. I'm in love. Anyway, they – well, I wrote Ralph Lauren. They just need to release more things in consistency. Like this feather twill. I've never seen this cotton in any other color. I have it in one – that's it, just in black. Ridiculous. Anyway, so I'm wearing this shirt, right? This probably cost them a dollar to make. What did it cost Kmart to make their button through over there? I mean, I'm sure it's not feather twill cotton, but it probably cost them 60 cents to make theirs, right? Does that mean that when I purchase it on retail, I'm only paying – you know, 50% more? No. I'm paying $140 or something for a shirt like this. In Kmart, I'm paying 10 15 to I don't know. If, I mean, I'm saying like I have some idea. I have no fucking idea what you're paying for a button throw in there. But I presume you're paying something like 15 or 20 because if you're paying more than that, fucking shop elsewhere. But I understand that there are disparities here, right? Like in brand. You're overpaying because this is a Ralph Lauren button through. Hello. Not stupid. Welcome to Spin & Co, for example come on through the door, you're paying a premium. And do you know why you're paying a premium? Not because I have premium power in my office, not because I have premium water in my office. I do have the best fucking staff. But the point being, we're the best at what we do. It's not a COGS issue. It's that we're the best at what we do. We deliver better than anyone else. So you pay a premium for that. I understand a premium because that's what I'm running here. At your coffee shop, Sure, charge $25 for a coffee if you can get it. If you've got a line out the door back to fucking who cares and you're charging $25 for a coffee and you're getting it, good for you. That's a good business operation. I'm not questioning that, obviously, because like, hello, I do okay. My point is I can express the outrage that I'm paying for my coffee and then I can choose to go to another coffee shop. Now, I didn't. Because I can afford the $6.20 and it was really convenient for me. And so I'm paying a tax because it's convenient. I get that. Some people are paying a tax because they like the person who makes a coffee. They're paying a tax because, you know, they want to support this local coffee shop, et cetera, et cetera. That's fine. If you're doing well, the place where I buy my coffee, they're killing it. They're fine. They're good to go. They don't care. You know what I mean? I mean, they might care if the ACCC knocks and says, hi, what's this 20 cent fee? But that's, the, that's what I'm saying. So don't come into my DMs and act like I've never heard of a business before because fuck you. Honestly. Anyway, so it was, again, I've received probably thousands of, of things now. I mean, it was, it was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of DMs. Comments are a couple of hundred, I think now, plus maybe more. It really got people going because clearly it's an issue. So that was sort of what started everything. I get a coffee every morning. Now, I decided I'm done with that. So I'm getting to the office extremely early in the mornings now. I do a lot of work out of LA. Um, and so that has meant that I'm up in sort of like the four o'clock range. I'm at the office in the five, some morning sixes at the latest usually. Um, and so that's why I'm getting a coffee on the way. Keeps me going. It was part of my little routine that I had going on. But I decided that really uh, I could make a, a better coffee here. Now for the people who were like, get an espresso, Sam. Cool, Cheryl, thanks for that. I have an espresso at my warehouse, my office and my house. 
I'm aware of this being an espresso situation. I have that. I just don't think that the coffee is that great out of an espresso. I would prefer it from a coffee shop, hence the buying from a coffee shop. So <clears throat> because this group of people on this podcast are straight fire 10s, I've received some phenomenal suggestions. People were messaging me, DMing me. Uh, they were going in the private Facebook group and they were talking about what machine I should buy. Some people were recommending different espresso machines. Then there was a lot of talk about this Breville scenario. Now, Emily Sky's partner, Declan, who's a very good friend of mine, is a coffee aficionado, the top of his game in coffee. He has the Breville machine, and he said to me, there's no other option. You need the Breville machine, which means we're going from a pod scenario to a bean scenario, and that already sounds like a much more advanced situation. It's also got one of the little, you know, the hand wackies. You know, like you you put it in, you, you lock it in, it gets gives you the fucking beans or the, the grounds, and you take it out, you know, put it in – you know, it's like you're a real barista. You're really in control there. So he was like, that's the machine that you need. So I went and I looked into that one, the Breville Touch Oracle, Touch-A-Rui, Breville machine situation. Um, stunning machine, looks really beautiful. It's this beautiful brush stainless steel right at the 11th hour as I was committing to buying it. The woman was like, it does come in black. It's called Black Truffle. Um, it's just more expensive. So they got me on that, didn't they, fuckers? Um, anyway, so uh, which again, I'm aware that I overpaid because it was a different color. I don't think that it actually costs them any more to make in case everyone was wondering. Just having a sip of my now very cheap coffee. Which now that I really think about it, it's really like the machine costs an absolute fortune plus the milks, plus the beans. I mean, I'm probably paying the same. Anyway, so purchase the Breville Oracle Touch. Uh, we've had it for a couple of days here at Spin HQ. The staff are loving it. It's all happening, okay? We've got a stunning Merlot bean that we're using. Merlot was the coffee that I was buying before from this coffee shop. So it's all really progressing quite nicely. That's where we're at. We have the machine. We've committed to the machine. It's all happening. I'm making it myself in the morning. New routine. Arrive downstairs. You turn it on, et cetera, et cetera. It warms up. I'm now being told that you can actually automatically set the machine so that it actually turns itself on and warms itself up. So when I walk in, it's just a straight go situation. At this stage, I've, I've learned very little about the machine. That's where we're at. Anywho, so I'm happy with the machine scenario that we've got going on here. I've got my cup. I've got my coffee. It's all happening. Everyone's now learning in the office how to use the machine. We're on fire really here at Spin HQ. If you're a visitor, the coffee game has really stepped up. So you just stand the fuck you know, back, get ready for yourself. So, um, which really comes back to, you know, the, the, the premium to work with us, which is, you know, you're getting the premium coffee now, aren't you? Anyway, so that's super exciting that we finally sorted that out. Um, and people are really looking for reviews on that. I'm not really great with the, like, I couldn't give you a, like a, an out of 10 scenario. So here's the other real situation that is a real situation for me. So when I'm buying an almond milk latte, which is what my order is, the almond milk that people are using is generally sweetened, right? Most cafes are using a sweetened almond milk, which is a problem for me because the reason I drink almond milk isn't for some sort of health reason, although I am health. Um, it's because it's low in carbs. So like I'm not lactose intolerant or anything like that, although I must say when I drink cow's milk, I do feel like shit. Um, and so I drink almond milk because it's less bloating and whatever else, and it has far less carbs. So... That's why I drink it. The problem is when I go to a lot of these cafes, if it's if it's sweetened, then you're really back at the same scenario. So some of them that I was looking at, I was you know drinking up to 10 grams of carbs in that one coffee in the morning, and I just can't get on board with that. That's an absolute no from me. That is a waste of carbs. I won't have it. Do you know what I mean? I would rather have a roll of marble chocolate hello than I would a coffee with sweetened almond milk. I'm fine with it being unsweetened. It's good to go. The point of me telling you that story is, one, I am health, I am fitness. I am, you know, really a fitness influencer and a healthy lifestyle motivator, um, a doer, a motivator, you know, et cetera. Um, and the reason beyond that is that I am 
just not able to give a real, you know, one to five to ten star scenario because the coffee that I'm buying from the coffee shop is sweetened. So inherently it tastes far better, sure. But the coffee that I'm making here is stunning now. Big fan, unsweetened, fully under control. The one that I'm using, um, I'll take a photo of it and put it somewhere, but it's a it's an unsweetened almond milk with vanilla through it. Again, it's not a not like a sweetened vanilla. I don't know how they're doing it, but you know, probably some sort of chemical. But um, it, again, I'm health, so the chemicals don't matter. Um, but it's vanilla, so it's got a little kick to it, which is quite nice. Uh, but that's what I drink. Um, I'm not a fan of almond breeze. Ugh. The only issue with the milk that I make is that it doesn't froth. Um, at all, which is fine for me because I don't drink a cappuccino. I drink a latte, but for some people that could be a problem. So that's what I drink. Um, that's where I'm at. But then this morning I was making my coffee. I was having a look in the fridge and I was seeing that there's, we have a lot of milk options here at Spin HQ. I don't know about everywhere else in the workplace. What is the standard milk quantity amount, etc. that people are looking to have? I, I don't really know what the, you know, we have, uh, almond milk. Well, we have two almond milks. We have the almond milk that I drink, which is the vanilla. We have a regular unsweetened almond milk. We have an oat milk. We have a full cream milk and we have skim milk. So a lot of milk options, quite a few alternatives there and quite a few regulars. What is the standard? What's the go? What's available? What's happening? What are people like? What are people talking about? Tell me a story. You know, I'd like to know what people have in their workplaces. What is the standard and what is not? I mean, a lot of people um, from my DMs are being offered at their workplace a a Makona uh, or a Nescafe 43 blend, um, which are absolutely not. You know, absolutely not. I won't be drinking a Nescafe 43 blend. Uh, I won't be doing that. That's not for me. Um, I was told a story from a friend the other day of someone who uh, has a Nescafe 43 blend uh, and then they microwave the milk. Why don't you just load up the car and then just drive straight up a bridge? Because, like, what in the fuck is that? Microwaving your milk? I can't, like, I'm not even... Is that a latte at home? I what? What? No, thank you. I, I I'm sorry. I won't be. I won't be involved in that. Um, we have. I think we even had that in the office as well. I don't even know, but we do have that in the office. Um, but no, we we make available coffee for the staff because hello. So that's the great coffee gate. Um, as I said, it's taken over the world. We can probably settle it right now. I've obviously got to get off this podcast and call the White House and resolve that. Um, you know, call the United Nations and really just. Call a uh, coffee summit, um, which I'll be leading, obviously, um, and just get that all wrapped up. So that's it from my end. Uh, We'll continue to keep you apprised. But for me, it's making a fabulous coffee, better than espresso is making for sure. um, And I think it's a great investment. Now, the coffee machine, this Breville um, Oracle Touch, I will admit is disgustingly expensive, really. I mean, I'm not that person, but it's disgustingly expensive. I'm one of those people, I don't know about you guys, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I'm one of those people where, sure, my jewelry is Cartier, love you the most. But if I go to the supermarket and the razors aren't on special, I ain't fucking buying it. 40 something dollars for razors, you are having a laugh. I am not paying that. Deodorant, you say, not on special, $10 a can. I'm not available for that price. I am not here, absolutely not. I will come back when it's $5 and I'll buy 10. You know what I mean? I won't be had. Thank you very much, Rexona. I will not be had. The same with the razors. I mean, you go in for a couple of bits, you buy some razors, you come out, it's like an $85 fucking little shop. And that's not for me. I, I, it drives me nuts, razors, truthfully. The price of them is disgusting. Anyway, you think that I'm going to lead into this now being like, and now actually that I mentioned that, Dollar Shave Club's here as uh, this week's partner. No, I'm not doing Dollar Shave Club either. I mean, that's they don't have, mine's an electronic one, not like a fancy one that's like, you know, whatever. It's like it's just got a battery. It's a Gillette one. It's just got a battery. I like the movement. But I will not buy that shit full price. Get fucked. So I'm not that person who is sort of, you know, 
just out there because, you know, I'm happy to, because I have money, I'm happy to spend it. No, I have standards to keep. And that's one of them. The fucking Rexona and the, the show. There's other things. I can't think of what it is. Shampoo and conditioner. Now I love NAC products, right? NAC for life. The problem that I've got though, is that with NAC, it requires, it's not a shop at like a Woolworths scenario because they're obviously a fabulous product that's, you know, salon um, exclusive. And so you can't just be buying that at your local Woolworths. And I don't get to the shops that often, like in terms of a Pacific Fair, et cetera. So sometimes if I run out midweek and I'm really in a, a jam, there is a product that I will buy from Woolworths that will just be like my in-between bridge the gap before I have more NAC product. Anyway, so when I buy that in-between, that product is, I don't know what the brand is called, but it's $20 for the shampoo and $20 for the conditioner. I ain't paying $20 for a Woolworth shampoo and conditioner. Sorry about it. It ain't happening. But they do 50% off and it's $10. I'm here for that. $20 for the two. Wrap them right up for me, please. I'll take four. I won't because I don't really use it that often. But I will not pay full price for that. So for me, I have real standards in certain places. And with the coffee machine, when I saw the price of it, I was like, oh my Lord, I'm going to need to fire a staff member, sell my car, maybe do some after hours Uber Eats driving. Where's this coming from? You know? And I mean, full disclosure, I think it was about $4,000. I think it was about 3000 something, something. And I'll tell you a story. I bought it from Domain and I went in there and I said to them, I see the price you've got here. I see that it's on sale. I think it was down to three, five something. Maybe, yeah, three, five something. I said to them, I see that price. Absolutely not. Is this the best you can do? I'm not having that. I am that person. Certain scenarios, you can ask for an additional discount. JB Hi-Fi, for example, additional discount. The Good Guys, additional discount. Domain, Harvey Norman, etc. additional discount. Those stores are built for a negotiation, you know? But I'm not walking into Louis Vuitton and being like, I see what you're doing here with those fabulous shoes. I'd like a discount. That's not happening because that's when they just close the door on you. But certain locations, don't be afraid to ask for a discount. Hello? You know what I mean? They can do it and they will do it. So I did get a discount there, um, but still, you know, 3000 something for a coffee machine. Very expensive, given I'm having a whole whinge about $6.20 coffee. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, it's an investment for the team because they're getting better coffee. Everyone's getting better coffee. You know, the clients are getting better coffee. That's why I, I decided at the end that I would spend the money. And so I'll keep you apprised of the scenario. If I was buying it to just put in my house, I'm really not sure, guys. Would I spend that little money to have a coffee at home? I don't know. And in my setting, probably not because I'm not home that often at that time of day, right? So, you know, if you're looking for a really fabulous cocktail shaker, I am happy to invest because that's really taking me from, you know, 5 p.m., maybe 3 p.m., all the way through until into the evening, you know? That's getting quite a lot of use. A coffee machine, I'm at home in the mornings for like 15 minutes when I wake up. I wake up, I have a clothes on, I'm at the fucking door, right? I'm to the office. So I'm not hanging around, I'm not working from home. If I was stuck working from home right now with like the whole COVID scenario, maybe I would. But then also during COVID, that's what really got me into the buying the coffees out because I was going out to support local businesses and it was my outing for the morning. But my point being, some people out there will be like, well, I've got it at home, Sam, and it's a fucking 10. And good for you if that's making your life better. I just don't think I spend enough time to recommend you purchasing it for home. But because I'm at the office all day and then my staff are using it and the clients are using it, et cetera, um, 
it feels like it's a lot better of an option. So uh, that's CoffeeGate that's just sealed right up there. You know, we've really got it on CoffeeGate. Um, what else have we got going on here? What did I do last week? Not really a lot happened last week. I actually went to a fabulous dinner, um, which was um, at 19 at the start. If you're a Gold Coast, you'll probably be familiar. It's at the casino in the Darling Hotel on the 19th floor. It's called 19 at the Star. It's owned by some fabulous friends of mine, Jackie and Billy Cross, who are just stunning, stunning people. And the restaurant is truly... Truly phenomenal. I had eight guests there that night. We're actually there for a very good friend of mine, Oliver's 30th birthday. And the food was impeccable. The entrees, the mains, the sides, wow. The 50-50 mash is just blowing your fucking mind. The I had the uh the crab cake to start with the sweet corn. Oh, let me tell you. Stunning, stunning food. Let me tell you, it's a fancy restaurant, sure, but it doesn't have that like overly gross. Like, you know, when you go to some places, it's like you don't feel like you're welcome because it's too fancy. It's not that at all. The staff there are incredible, truly. They're fabulous, fabulous people. They're really welcoming. They know what they're doing. They're seasoned professionals. The chef is absolutely incredible. You know, he's welcoming you at the table as well explaining how they operate, their specialities, which is their grill, you know, stunning steaks and fish. And the food is outstanding. And I haven't been back in so long and it really reminded me of what in the fuck was I doing because you need to get back there. If you haven't been to 19 at the start, really you should go because it, it is so worth it. Uh, and I think that, you know, with COVID now, like they're so, like they're so popular, you know what I mean? Like they're killing it. They don't need this endorsement, clearly. Uh, but with COVID times, you need to book weeks and weeks in advance. So I'm just giving you a hot tip. If you've got something coming up and you want to go somewhere with truly beautiful food, I would recommend there. They've got um, you know, a selection from their grill of steaks that are just terrific. Uh, and I do love a nice steak. They've got, uh, at the moment, they've got truffle because they're in season, I think, in South Australia or Western Australia. Oh, that's just blowing the face off any meal you're having, really. So... And really everyone who attended also was like, wow, phenomenal food. So I'll be back. You should be back. We should all be back. Um, what else have I got going? Oh, actually, before I move on from Coffee Gate, and I'm sorry to drag us all back to Coffee Gate, but before I move on, we obviously have a great community here. Don't get me wrong. Stunning people. The best, in fact. 10 out of 10s. If you're listening to this, it's because you're a fucking 10. But it's not the biggest community in the world. You know, we don't, we don't have millions of downloads. You know, happy to admit that. And why don't we have millions of downloads? We don't want the riffraff coming in here. You know what I mean? This is a safe space for us. We don't want those people. But it's not the biggest community in the world. So sometimes when I say things on here, you forget the reach they have. And I'm now concerned that the coffee shop to which I have been speaking about for the $6.20 coffee has become apprised of Coffee Gate and may have become aware. So my last coffee with them, I think was Monday morning this week because on Monday morning I was bringing, was it Monday morning? I can't remember. Maybe it was Monday and then Tuesday I bought the machine. Any, oh yeah, it was. Monday morning, I had my last coffee from the coffee shop. Monday afternoon, I purchased the machine. Tuesday morning, I had the first coffee from the machine. So Monday, I get to the coffee shop and there is a woman who works there who is fabulous, makes you feel so welcome. She's the reason I overpaid. She's the reason I kept going back. When she wasn't there on certain days, I was like, why am I even fucking here, to be honest? She's incredible. Now, remembers your name, remembers your order, smiling, happy to see you, really set your day on the right path. Anyway, so I was going in and, and I saw her on Monday and she was like, oh, I'm charging you for a, um, a medium today. I get a large. She, I'm charging you for a medium today because I think that last week one of the other girls overcharged you. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I think that we overcharged you last week. So I'm just going to charge you less today. Um, don't worry about it. And it sort of dawned on me. 
I think that maybe they've received word of the content and maybe they're trying to lower it because of what we said. I could be reading way too far into it, but I'm pretty confident that I wasn't overcharged and I feel like maybe they've heard the content. And um, I don't feel bad, obviously. Hi, welcome to the show, Cheryl. I don't give a fuck. But I do feel bad because I feel like I don't think she owns it. I think she's just working there. Maybe she does own it. I really don't know. But she's phenomenal, you know, really phenomenal. And she's the reason I kept going back there. It's not the coffee. Um, And so I feel bad if she's then uncomfortable. Like I've made her uncomfortable because I'm like, what a fucking disaster. And also you're breaking the law. But um, sorry about that. (laughs) That was insincere. Get over it. Uh, But you are fabulous. And the reason you've got customers is because you're fabulous. Anyway, that's the end of Coffee Gate Promise. And by promise, I mean, I'll probably come back to it again later. What else have I got here on my mirror little list? I received, so I post during the week uh, on my Instagram story, a photo that I took many, many years ago. So as people know, I like the finer things in life, um, like discount raises. No, Um, I do shop nice things. That's where I like to spend my, you know, my splurge, if you will. That's what I do. I don't have kids. Um, I'm single these days. So I like to spend my money on, um, you know, just nice things, Louis Vuitton, Cartier jewelry, et cetera. Um, And so for me, uh, that's like I said, that's priced by my money. So when you want to have, um, you know, certain things that are happening, I, I've just completely lost my train of thought because what I do in this podcast, in case people are aware, because of just the way my life works is my phone sits in front of me the whole time. Because if an emergency happens and requires my immediate attention, I just have to walk out of the podcast and I receive updates via text message. Some of those updates require a lot more brain power than others. I've just received the one that requires brain power. So I lost my train of thought. Anyway, I like the nice things in life. That's clear if you follow me on Instagram. It's clear if you listen to this podcast. So many years ago, many years ago, what the fuck was that? About a year ago, I went to Bali. No, not even I think it was in January. COVID times has fucked me. It feels like it was a century ago. In January, I think it was, or February, or I don't know when it was. I went to Bali. It was just pre-COVID times. And while I was in, uh, the reason I was in Bali was because some very good friends of mine, Taylor and David, uh, they got engaged and they wanted to have, sorry, they got married and they wanted to have a buddy moon. Uh, which is basically your friends go on, on a honeymoon rather than just the two of you. The intent of that was because during the year we're all going to Europe and so they're going to do their own thing in Europe, which we're all going to uh, for my beautiful friend Joss's wedding, um, which obviously COVID times is cancelled. But um, so that's the whole reason we we're kind of doing that. So they wanted to then be like, well, let's do a honeymoon with friends because we'll do our own private thing when we go to Europe. So that's why I went to Bali. I'm not a Bali holidayer myself. I have been once before. I wouldn't return. I've done a whole podcast on that. It's not for me. Now we had a stunning time when we went, but one of the things I did the very first time I went, because I just think it's really funny was, um, go and purchase a whole bunch of fakes because I've, you know, I have people who have messaged me in the past and whatever else who are new to the page, and whatever else, and who ask questions about whether they're real or fake or whatever else. And I also just think there's a huge laugh of people who go to Bali and they come back and then all of a sudden they've got all these designer items that are clearly not real, you know, and there's, there's good fakes and there's bad fakes, clearly. Most of people identify the, the good fakes and they're actually bad fakes. Anyway, so I took this photo many years ago while I was in Bali. And while I uh, was there, I went basically around and, and found the worst of the worst fakes that I could at all the markets. And I bought like a neck, a Louis Vuitton neck pillow, which they don't even make. I bought a, you know, a fake keeple in a shape they don't even make. I bought a Gucci hat, obviously, because if you want to look like trash, you buy a Gucci hat. Um, hot tip, they actually make them. Um, I bought, I, I just bought a whole heap of stuff, right? I bought a Gucci tee. I bought a lot of different things. So I then took the photo while I was in Bali and then I posted being like, cause it cost me 800,000 of their dollars to purchase all of it. So I think it's like $80. So I spent, um, 
I said, you know, my $800,000 designer haul, blah, blah, blah. I took the photo and posted it. And when you looked at the photo, it was clear that everything was fake. I mean, clear to me anyway. And they were truly hideous, all the products. Oh, I bought a, a multicolored Louis Vuitton um, fold wallet they've never made, etc. So I took that photo and I posted it on the page. Anyway, people found that quite funny, as I did, um, which is why I did it and why I took the photo. So it came off as like this time two years ago, you know, as like a reminder. So I posted it on my story. And somebody messaged me and was like, this is really embarrassing, Sam. I didn't realize that you bought fakes. Unfollowing. <sighs> I just don't know at what time is it, 8, 8, 08 in the morning, that I can summon what I need to summon in order to respond to that person. I opened the DM and I just sat back and stared into space. If you are that level of stupidity, that you looked at that photo, that you read the caption and that you thought that I had purchased, oh my Lord, I'm throwing my pen around, my Mont Blanc pen, that's real that you thought that I had gone and purchased those products and that I had posted that photo, that one, even if you totaled all those products together, that it would equal $800,000, that two, the products are real and that I'm trying to pass them off as real, and three, that the caption is authentic. You are a level of stupidity that offends me. Very little offends me. That offends me. That you're that level of dumb fucker that you actually think that I was attempting that in reality, and as a result, you're unfollowing me, you need to run from my pages. You need to pack up your sad little box die and your Crocs and fuck off. We don't want you here. We don't want you here on earth, to be honest. We'll tolerate you here. But what happened to you that something in your brain is blocking the common sense receptor? How do you get up of a day and tie your motherfucking shoes, truthfully? I don't get it. How are these people still alive? Unfollowing. Firstly, if I was posting that content, why? If I was, why are you unfollow? Like, why is that grounds for unfollow to begin? Like, who are you that you think an unfollow would also give me two flying? Just unfollow and disappear. Do you think I give a fuck? Unfollow, leave. We'll never see you again. Phenomenal. We didn't want you here in the first place. We don't want you here now. We won't want you here in the future. You are ruining the vibe that we have going on. Do you know what I'm saying? And I feel like if you're listening to this right now, you've got these people in your life. I think when you listen to Tony Robbins and like all these when Gary Vaynerchuk and oh, all those people that Cheryl was just like signing up to all of them and then she's just subscribing and then all of a sudden she's going around, she's using all the one-liners from like everyone, you know, like I can walk over hot coals. And she's like, you know, Gary listens to Gary for five minutes. She's like, yeah, it's about value. It's about passion. You know, I give them back. You know, fuck me. Document, don't create. Document, don't create. Newsflash, you can document your boring as fuck life all you want. Nobody cares is the problem. That's not what Gary's asking you to document. But anyway, we'll leave that right there. That's another episode. We should go right into Gary Vaynerchuk, I think. Um, I'd be interested to hear how many people actually listen to him. But what the fuck, Karen? Get off my page. Why do you feel the need to message me and unfollow? Just unfollow me. Leave. We don't need you here. You're ruining our vibe anyway. And if you're one of those people who is out there and you have listened to these Gary and the Tony Robbins crowds and whatever else, and they're saying to you in those things, expel the negative people from your life, these are the people. Someone who thinks that they can message you and be like, I'm having to unfollow actually, sorry. You haven't met my high standard. Just fuck off. The person who sends that message is the person you need to remove from your life immediately. Assess and remove. If you know that person, stop speaking to them immediately. That's when you need to have them removed from your life because they are just bringing negativity around for no apparent reason. Why send the message? Who cares? Leave. 
Do you think I'm worried about my follower count? Nobody cares. Like I've said, if I was killing myself, I'd be in here doing two podcasts a week. I can barely get one out. I post on Instagram whenever, you know, like, hello, this isn't what I'm doing here. This is just because somebody needs to be doing the Lord's work and I've elected myself to that role. You're out there doing the people's work. I want to elevate and do the Lord's work, you know? These people, I mean, what in the fuck? Firstly, sense the tone. Okay, if you can't pick up the sarcasm from that post, how did you get onto this page to begin with? You must be offended by everything that I say, which brings me back to another point, actually, while I've got you. You can't pick and choose on my page or in my content if you're offended or not offended, right? Okay, like we're going to get deep here for a moment, which is very off brand, but like we're going there. If you are someone who laughs along when I say that I fucking hate cyclists, If you're laughing along when I went after the people with the mufflers on their car because the muffler's worth more than the entire vehicle, if you're laughing at that, you have to laugh at all the content. You don't get to pick and choose and be offended by something else. The whole point of this podcast and my Instagram is to have a laugh, right? I don't wake up, and I get these DMs, I don't wake up of a morning, see a cyclist on my drive to work, and that's it. The rest of the day, I'm fucking furious. Everyone's dead. I'm fuming when I get to the office, everyone's going under, I'm throwing things around, I'm rageous. That's not happening. I'm just saying, it's fucking annoying. Why must you ride on the outside edge of the fucking bike lane? Ride on the inside edge so I don't have to swerve into the other lane, moron. Because newsflash, my car plus your bike equals death. You're not winning. My car's taking you out every day of the week. So you should be on the cautious side, not the arrogant side. But then, of course, if you're on the cautious side, you wouldn't be a cycler. You're on the arrogant side immediately when you put that fucking lycra on. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, the point of the content is a laugh, right? We all have those days where it's just, you know, we've got COVID, we've got this. Life fucking sucks at times. The point of this podcast is to just have a laugh at stupid, inane things. Do I think that I'm coming on here and answering the world's problems? No, absolutely not. As I don't think any of you are coming here thinking that I am either. All we're doing is the Lord's work. We're highlighting areas where people apparently don't feel comfortable talking about the stupidity that's existing in the world, and I'm more than happy to. We're laughing at that. But that therein means that we're laughing at all the content. Take the cafe owners, for example, who've been like, how dare you? How dare I? You're charging me $6.20 for a coffee. It's ridiculous. You know it's ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous because I could have stayed at home and I could have made that coffee. Or I could have made smashed avo at home the same way you do. Now, you have a fancier coffee machine, okay? Remove that from the scenario. What about the avocado on toast? I know you're gouging me, but I'm still buying it. Not avocado on toast because it's fucking disgusting. But I could make bacon and eggs on a roll at my house with the exact same ingredients you do for a tenth of the cost. We all know that. No one's going to a cafe and thinking that you're using premium avocados never before seen or made available to the public. No one thinks that. We can all have a laugh at that together. Lol, yeah, you're overpaying. That's why you're coming to my cafe. So we do the work for you. So you don't have to. But on top of the work, we make a profit so that I can run this cafe, so that I can work for myself, so I can live X life. Do you know what I'm saying? You have to laugh at all the content. There is humor in everything that I'm saying. You don't get to pick and choose what you're offended by. If you're offended by any of it, you need to fuck off. That's the whole point of this community. The idea is that you're laughing in general because it's small, insignificant, third world, you know, not third world, first world problems that, that's the whole third world fucking comes at me with pitchforks. I obviously joke as if the third world's got podcasting equipment. Anyway, uh, listening equipment. Um, The first world problems that I'm talking about, no one actually thinks they're a big issue. 
it's just for a laugh. You know, calm down. Everything's fine, Karen. You can still do your highlights at home with the box dye. You can still buy your Crocs, although I'm trying hard to stop that. You can still go out as if you've never seen a shiny surface before you left the house. That's fine. No one's going to arrest you. I'm not installing martial law, although I'd like to. All of those things aren't happening. It's just a small joke. If you can't take the heat, get the fuck out of my podcast. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the point to be made here. If you're listening along and it's all good and well until I come up to something that you care about and you can't laugh about it, then I can't help you. Do you know what I mean? It's the same way when people leave comments underneath my content and they're rude and horrible. I don't block them. I don't delete them. I let them stay there. I don't get to put this out in the world and then be like, how dare you say nasty things to me? Of course people are going to say nasty things to me. I'm saying horrible. I mean, when I put the muffler content out, whoa, let me tell you, I got death threats. Straight fire death threats. They found my mobile number and they were calling my mobile. They called the office. I was submitting forms through the website. They were emailing staff. They were going full ball for me. Full ball. Because they were so offended. And, you know, that community, let's be honest, if you're buying a fucking muffler worth more than your car, you're a certain type of person. They came for me. Don't you worry about that. But again, if you can't have a laugh, what are you doing? Why are you so offended? Why is everyone so offended at everything? There's too much of this correctness and offendedness going on at the moment. I can't have a bar of it, you know? And I had the same thing, actually, which I knew would happen. But when I was in Perth about two years ago, or maybe a year, I don't know when it was. I mean, COVID times. I haven't even seen a calendar. When I was in Perth and I stayed at a hotel, I was staying next door to a church. And in the morning, the church just used to ring these bells. Now, I was staying at Perth's most prestigious hotel, the Treasury or something, I think it's called. You know, it's built on an old bank and it's all very shiki-deaky and it's all very prestigious and, you know, you get a real key for your door and it's all white glove service and whatever else. Cool. Why am I being woken up at 6 a.m. to the fucking church bells? Hello? So I recorded content from my balcony, from my suite, uh, filming the church being like, what the fuck? Why do we need the bells on now? Just turn them off. It's just not necessary. I'm going to caveat this because if somebody DMs me, I'm going to lose it. This was like a Catholic church. It was not a mosque scenario where I understand the religious importance and significance of the noise being made. Whatever. I ain't coming for that. I get what's going on there. This is a Catholic church who just had the bells going to welcome everyone in. To my knowledge, there's no Catholicism, relevance, religion moment in the bells ringing in that church. I know because I'm a Catholic. Hello? You know, I I might be a Catholic, but I'll tell you what, I walk very slowly into those churches because spontaneous combustion here. Hello? So I think of people dealing with it were like, oh, well, you can't possibly say anything about the church I'm unfollowing. Unfollow now. Get out. Did you think I was going to say to you, please hang around? Leave. If you can't take a joke, even about things you care about, you need to check yourself at the fucking door because this ain't the place for you. Can confirm. Anyway, we really went in deep there. I, I mean, who knows? If that's you, if you're wondering if um, maybe that's you know your sort of situation, you just need to get the fuck out, okay? Unsubscribe now, depart. We don't want you doing the people's work and we certainly don't want you near me doing the Lord's work because let's be fair, we can't have you around. It's just no good for our vibe, okay? Anyway, that's this week's episode. We've hit 38 minutes. I didn't think we'd get that far to be honest with you because 
This episode is being a real throw together and we burnt 10 minutes to begin with because I didn't turn the mics on. Anyway, that's where we're at now. Uh, thank you so much for listening as always. Join the private Facebook group. Literally nobody cares on Facebook and uh, you know immediately just get in there. We might do some question and answers for next week. I might do an episode. Do we feel like an episode on this whole Gary Vaynerchuk sort of uh, – culture that just exists now. You know, it's it's a lot of people who are just sort of like, I'm going to change, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing, I'm feeling myself doing it, the camera's on, you know, it's my story, I'm putting it out there. I'm just, yeah, I've got a lot to say on that topic and I feel like it's worth a chat. Let me know if you'd like to talk about that. Happy to go into that. Happy to go into Tony Robbins. And we are absolutely doing a Pyramid Scheme episode. That is coming up. Sorry, network marketing, Karen. Sorry, Cheryl, network marketing. I didn't, I don't want to offend. Get fucked. Your pyramid schemes are coming down. I'm going to burn Egypt to the ground. Um, so that's coming up. If you would like to submit any thoughts, comments, beliefs, whatever for that episode, throw them into the uh, private Facebook group and or DM me with them because I will be including some comments from people. If you're someone who has gone to a Tony Robbins event, et cetera, et cetera, please let me know also. But I am looking forward to that and the Pyramid Schemes. It's all happening over here. We're trying to keep the episodes weekly. I understand that we dropped the ball a little bit, but calm the fuck down. Thank you, as always, for listening. Love you all the most, your absolute tens. I'm presuming I'm talking only to people now who have not unsubscribed and left and run because I've told them to, and only the straight fire tens. Love you all the most. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. Bye.